Hey everyone, welcome to the uh, FBB podcast and YouTube channel, and it's Justin Devonshire here. Today I've got a special guest, uh, it's Kieran Ellis, who's, um, who is a fitness professional and gym owner, and he's going to be doing probably most of the talking today, and uh, I thought he's had some great success in the last year of uh, growing his business in all areas. I've had the pleasure of working with him out here in Cyprus and the UK, and uh, I thought it would be really valuable for you guys to, to learn uh, and, and get a perspective from, from somebody else who's actually doing it and, um, and just see what you, you can learn from this or be inspired or educated, whatever it might be. Um, so, Kieran, thanks for coming on, first of all. No worries. Thanks for having me. So, do you want to just, first of all, briefly tell the listeners uh, a bit about yourself and, and your gym and you know, what it is you guys do? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, so we run uh, ladies-only team training at the moment, um, and we're we're based in a really rural location. So we've only got, we're a town of just under six thousand people um, in rural Somerset, and and yeah, we've um, we we operate like a like I say a large training group model. Uh, we do three sessions a week, and we we offer. Well, I'm sure a lot of um, other professionals offer like the, the fitness, the, lots of the fitness, the nutrition, the accountability, some mindset coaching. Um, you know, and we try and take ladies. Uh, we try and move away from the whole kind of uh, just weight loss specific products and try and move it more to like a lifestyle development service. And that's kind of what we offer. Um, and yeah, we we run a, a six week boot camp model, which then runs into a six or twelve month uh, kind of commitment at the end, depending on where they are and where they want to end up. Great. Okay. And do you, do you remember the kind of the, the, the rough time frame where you were, um, you know, there was probably a point somewhere where you were, you were going along, you were, you were growing the business, doing everything. And then at some point you made a change and started to go on a more upwards trajectory because you've been able, as we'll hear, you've been able to you basically double your business in 12 months. It, yeah. Is there a certain time you can remember that was kind of just before the turning point and what was happening at that point? What kind of challenges were there or what did things look like at that time? Well, we'd, you know, we'd, um, we'd had no real problem in the, in the past generating uh, things like, like leads, for example, we found quite, quite easy to generate. We found actually that we had no mechanism in, we, we were in this space where uh, it was like Christmas. Leads were fantastic, but actually they were they were coming in, and we had no way of tracking them. We had no way of 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 keeping them or working out how to keep them and a system for doing that. And it was at that point where I was like, "Well, we've we've basically got a leaky bucket here. Um, <laughs> it's great having all these people come in." Um, and it must have been it was, it was pretty much it was about. Do you mean, do you mean converting them was a problem or retaining clients was a problem? No. It, you know, need of them as such was a problem, but we didn't have a set way of doing things that we knew was reasonably predictable. It was kind of like, oh, here's our offer. Here, you know, here's, and we, we made it like, uh, looking back on it now, we made it at the wrong time to them and people would stay or they'd go. And we had no way of kind of following up with them or anything like that. It was just, it was like a hobby, essentially. You know, that we were, we were enjoying the income, but there was no real business behind it. So you need to get the, it was more getting the systems and operations in place. Yeah, because it just makes everything so much, so much easier. Like you can see it now. So what was so yeah? So and I think a lot of fit pros are in that position and understand it. But from your perspective now, having yeah. those systems in place, how how do you think? I think a lot of fit pros 
they know they need systems the same way we know we need to eat vegetables. And I always call systems like the vegetables of business. We know we need them, but we just have a hard time doing them. And it's not that it's complicated, yeah. but and I think when, when, when anyone doesn't do anything, like when a client doesn't eat the nutrition, it just, it just means to me, it's not overcomplicated, you're not overwhelmed. It just means it's not a priority for you, which means you don't yet fully believe in the power of it, which means you don't yet understand the benefits or the consequences of not doing it. I think it's very simple like that. So, so for all the fit pros out there, gym owners who are, who are in that position, things are going well, like you, they've got a good product, marketing is doing fine, but they just don't have these systems in and they're, they're not really taking it seriously yet. They're, they're putting it off and putting it off. What do you, what would you say now, 12 months later, um, were, you know, really the, what would have been the consequences really of not putting those systems in or what did it, what did they give to you that maybe you didn't realize you didn't expect, um, how did okay. you change your business and allow you to get to the next level is what I'm asking. I think, I think, first of all, it's uh, pretty clear to me that we, we'd be done, right, as of now. Uh, we, we, we wouldn't have made it through the last three months for, for, for certain. Um, just in terms of the financial systems that you helped us put in place, we, we had enough available cash to be able to ride through that. We wouldn't have had that, looking back on that straight away. But I think just going back to where I was at the, st at the start and, and thinking about um, what you were just saying, it was very deceptive for me because I saw money in the bank coming in fairly consistently it was very easy for me just to say, oh, well, do you know what? We're obviously doing, we're obviously doing fine. We're actually that, that revenue at the start, when I started putting the financial um, structures in place, I was like, okay, crap, we, this is not enough. We need to be doing, you know, we need X number of, of more people. And, and, and so uh, it just gives you, it, it gave me a real clarity of, right, this is exactly what I need to do, when I need to do it, and for how long it needs to be, needs to be done to execute this, this certain result. Um, and it, I think that, that clarity is probably the, the main thing for me because it's like you said, the systems aren't complicated, um, but it's just the cat seeing the cash in the bank every month just makes it look like you don't need them. The clarity you know, that gives you focus that, that stops you um, chasing shiny objects. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then you have like, like with your, like with your clients work when they focus on you know, one plan, they get the results. I think, I guess, you know, it's a streamlined yeah. different. So, you know, I mean, you know, you, you've been through our program, so you know that we, we break systems down more specifically into three main systems or overarching systems. Uh, we, you know, we have our cash flow financial system that you mentioned. We have our operating systems, which is um, team facing or what you and the team need to be doing and your KPIs to meet those financial goals. Uh, and then we have the, the client fulfillment systems, which is everything to do with how we attract, convert, and retain, uh, and, and, and speak with a customer over the lifetime with us. So we have the financial system, operating systems, and client fulfillment systems. Um, if we just spend a couple of minutes going into each of those and give a bit more clarity to the, to the, to the fit pros listening, uh, let's start with the financial system. So for you, um, you know, what did you do that, uh, what, what, what problems were you facing financially with the, with the, with the financial, financial um, lack of systems? What did you do uh, to make things better with that? So, um, firstly, I wasn't paying myself enough by a long way, which meant that even though I was paying myself enough to get by, 
there was still that background anxiety of I've got to make the next, I've got to make the next paycheck. Do you know what I mean? There was that kind of thing, which, which within the first month that was gone straight away because I, because I could see how I could allocate enough money to do that. Um, and secondly, I had, I had one account for all my stuff. Money comes in every month. It was growing every month. My expenses were growing to match it, you know, in exactly the same way that when you get, you know, a higher salary, a job, you tend to spend more, you go out and more, more for more dinners and all that kind of stuff. That's what happened with, with the business as money was coming in each month, it was going up, expenses were going up to match it. Um, and pretty quickly within about six weeks of being on the program, we, we nipped that in the bud. Um, and you know, we like I say, we've got at the moment, we've got six months operating cash in, in the bank if we, if we need it. Um, which is a great place to be. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And your, your next goal is going to be get to 12 now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Keep moving the for you. Um, and, and, and that's really like that point. I, 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 you know, I've said this as well. I think, I think I've seen so many gyms close for good in the last few months. People with six, seven, eight locations closing. And it's literally, you know, one lesson on that financial management could have literally saved their business, I think. I, I don't think that's, and that's not yeah. me saying I'm, I'm a saver. It's just that information, how to manage finances, which we're never taught. It's, it's um, amongst all this marketing and sales stuff out there. But so what, why, that, why that's relevant for, for, the, for the listeners who may not be aware, we're talking about operating cash here, which means... Um, the amount of money that your business has in surplus, not you, not in your account, but what the business, the cash the business has, uh, equivalent to the amount it would take to, to, to pay all the expenses, including paying you as an employee every month. So if your business breaks even at 10K a month, which means that's all your costs, your rent, paying you a couple of thousand, paying your team, paying your taxes, if that costs 10,000 pounds a month before profit, then you would need, you know, then one month of operating capital, you'd need 10,000 pounds. And um, the reality is 90% of uh, business owners and by extension fitness professionals don't have more than one month of operating cash spare in the bank account, which means one bad month can literally knock them out. Uh, We've just had three, maybe going on four potentially bad months. Uh, in the UK, especially, so so this is why so many gyms and PTs are just going under right now, selling, liquidating, or walking away because they just didn't have a business, just did not have any oxygen left in the tank, and the minute they got strangled, they did it couldn't even survive for four minutes, right? Because it just had no oxygen. So so what Kieran's talking about there is what Kieran did is he worked hard then to put six months of operating capital in the bank, which means if Kieran made no money tomorrow, if every single customer quit paying him and he still had to pay himself a salary, his team, his rent, keep paying for marketing to to get him back on track, he could literally go for six months without actually losing money. And the business would have six months buffer zone to, to get back on track, figure things out. And that's if no revenue was coming in, not no new additional revenue, if no money, if the plug was pulled completely. So we're really planning here for, for real emergencies. If, if, you've, if you've managed to maintain 50% of your recurring revenue through this lockdown, then of course, um, you know, your, your cash flow would last you for three months, right? So, so we, we suggest you look for you, you aim to put a minimum of three months cash flow aside, know what your business costs to run and put three X that number. Uh, and that number just means 
Fit pros say, well, you know, how do I get that money? It means you've got to hustle a bit harder and you've, you've got to make more money than you think you need. You're making enough just to get by this month, but then you're hitting reset and, and starting the survival game next month all over again. And you want to get away from that trap, which gives you that anxiety and, and all that financial stress. Even if you're paying yourself, you know you're squeezing the business to, for you to get paid. And it's, it's, it's a me or the business kind of mentality. So you want to get paid a couple of thousand pounds a month and you want the business to keep a couple of thousand pounds a month. Then you're feeding both. Uh, and, and, and what you did to, for that then you mentioned was, was, was you mentioned you had one solid bank account before. Yeah. And what you did then was open up some separate accounts. Do you want to just quickly yeah, yeah. a little bit about why that works and, and what you did exactly? Yeah, well, it's, I think it's is it um, Parkinson's law, isn't it? That you know, you you use up the resources you have available to you, or at least that you think you do. Um, so it's essentially um, hiding the snacks. Yeah, I guess you know. they get eaten. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, so we we just so each month we have a certain percentage of money that we know goes to various different places. Um, so you know, and it's we've just we just paid our our tax for the end of the year and our VAT, um, and we had. An, an extra 30% in the accounts that was available to pay that. It was just, there wasn't even a thought, you know, whereas in the first year, it was, it was the, it's like, oh, side, month on month. So when the bill yeah, came, yeah like, every yeah, month. Here it is ready for you, Mr. Taxman, here you go. Yeah, and it's helped us, and it's helped us with our with our pricing. It showed us that we need to we need to increase our prices. So we increased our prices by uh, a third because we knew that actually per client we needed, you know, for every hundred pounds that comes in, we were putting a certain percentage of that to various different accounts. So we knew actually, when I looked at it first of all, I thought, oh, we're making a hundred pounds a client. Brilliant, well actually we're not, we're making about 60 or something, you know? Um, and, that's, and that changes everything, because obviously that takes you from thinking you've got a thousand pounds in the bank to actually you've got 600 pounds. And that, yeah, that's, that's a totally different way of looking at things. And what, was, what I found really useful was, because my expenses, I mean, you know, I was like, oh, I was click funnels this, active campaign that, oh, this looks cool, let's do that. But all these softwares that just, it just looked looked cool and I thought well I have got the money for them let's add them which added absolutely no value to my business I polled I polled my clients about three months after implementing one of them and they would never they'd never heard of the software even though I'd sent them an email I'd got them to sign up and they, they couldn't remember it so it was just like once I once I realized actually rather than having you know five grand in my account I had 480 quid for my expenses left you've got to make some big decisions about what you need and what you don't um and I think when you really look at it, when you, when you really strip, it's exactly the same as working with clients, isn't it? When they really strip it back, strength training, cardio training, sleep well, eat vegetables, stay hydrated, like protein. That's pretty much it. And everything else is crap, isn't it, really? You know, and, that, and the same with Friendly, money. Yeah. You know, things, you know, yeah. Train, eat, sleep, recover. You know? Yeah. So I think, you know, a yeah, big, big peak takeaway there is, is FitPro is notorious for making £100 and then spending £100 when you know 15 to 20 pounds of that doesn't belong to them it belongs to the government and they forget that if, if the business makes 100 pounds you didn't make 100 pounds right you walk away with you have 80 before your business costs and so it's 100 pounds is quickly 60 but if you, if you if you spent that 100 it came went out as soon as it came in you're you're in trouble uh, cool. The next thing is, is operating systems, which is which is you know helping helping you first of all understand what is what is your role, what are your day to day tasks. Now you have financial real financial goals in place. That turns into then you know what functions or tasks do I need to do 
or what what is what does the company need to do each month, week, and day? Uh, and so, you know, did you make any changes on those operating systems, and and what did you do, and how did that help you? Um, I wouldn't say in as such we made changes, as in we didn't have any beforehand. It was very much like, right, what do I feel like doing today? Ah, nothing. I'm going to play some Halo. Also, and 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 it's, it's it's insidious because you know I'm I'm there and I've got like ten grand in the account or whatever. So my mind's saying, well, why do we why are we bothering? That's loads of money. So let's just go and do something else we want to we want to want to do. Um, and it was just when I really you know get in, when you drill down to anything, it's like you can't do what just one bit of it. You've got to do all three bits or it doesn't work. Um, and so we just kind of really worked out the exact process that we need to do to do things like you know attract our clients and convert them uh what we need to do in terms of uh each day with the content and the client contact and stuff like that um and just just how things need to work like what the financial processes are what the process is for this and that and and just get everything down so that if something happens i can say to my, one of my coaches here you go um i've got you know I, I can't do this for four weeks or something here's here's everything here's what you need to do um Whereas beforehand, you know, it's, it's one of these where you're fighting fires all the time because you haven't properly put systems in place. Uh, no one knows what's going on. Um, and it just, it just saps your time so much more. You know, you get, you, you've got constant anxiety that no one's doing it right. When if you've got these systems in place, you know, even if they're not doing it perfectly, they're at least following the steps you want them to follow. Um, what's one major tip or, or like one, one, one really practical thing you could tell uh, another gym studio owner in your position about putting systems in place or one one thing that's really helped you guys the most um i think is and this is probably not going to be uh something people expect is is, is getting that emotional separation for yourself like take taking yourself away from the business and and realizing actually yes there are certain tasks that people may not be able to do as perfectly as you right now but actually in terms of the client experience you notice that more than they do as long as the end result is in you know is, is in the ballpark of where they want really you know, it's just you being being pernickety about it um i mean a case in point like we we i brought a coach on fairly quickly actually the first month i was i was with you guys and i, I brought a, a coach on and i was just anxious that she wasn't going to do a good enough job and they weren't gonna like her as much and initially there was some resistance there was a few people you know who kind of said a few things but actually now all the compliments we get on sessions are her sessions they're not mine <laughs> you know um yeah totally it's one thing i tell people is you know there's two truths about hiring is when you first bring someone on they're not going to be as good as you but second of all once it becomes their full-time job for six months they will become better than you yeah. because you have different jobs to do then and so yeah we just got it's not about finding the perfect people which is what everyone wants to do is you know i want to implement the perfect facebook ad and the funnel that will just print money i want to hire the perfect people who will just start making roi on day one and business isn't like it's not a lego set it's not like that you've got to test and tweak your adverts you've got to try out systems that may or may not work and adapt them you've got to bring on people less than perfect and mentor them and even when you mentor them with the best systems, you know what? You can put all the right systems in place, be the best mentor to them. Guess what? It still takes time of practice to become a good coach. Like it was for us, right? Like we, we needed our 10,000 hours to get good. And yet we, we hire someone else and expect them to do it in 1,000 hours. 
Yeah. And, I think, um, you know, just yeah. actually what you were, what you were saying there, sorry, just, just kind of reminded me of something. I think when I first signed on with you, it was very, I was in the space where it felt like my time was collapsed and or my sense of time was collapsed. And I was seeing a lot of stuff on social media about, you know, um, these, these people having loads of success and it's very easy to see, to, to compare yourself to that and think, oh crap, I'm not, I can't, I can't do that by tomorrow. I can't do that by next week. Um, and I remember when I had my uh, call with JP to um, kind of get uh, my first kind of consultation call, I guess he, he was like, oh, so what's, what's your, what's your financial goal? What are your goals? And I was like, oh yeah, I'd like to get to 10 K a month. And he was like, why is that? And I just said to him, well, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but it was just a number that got plucked. And actually, when I look at it, you know, we're, we're pretty close to that now. But if I, for a comfortable life and a comfortable business, I need to be at seven and a half to eight thousand pounds a month. And, that's, and if I want to stay there, that's fine. You know, um, I think you're always pushing for the next number. Uh, yeah, that's the thing JP is uh, trained to ask you guys. We ask that because they're just arbitrary goals usually that mean nothing. And um, you know, one thing you're, you're going to experience this year is most likely um, another transition, which is going to be, you know, you, you get to that 10, 20K a month mark. I mean, getting to 10 is, is the biggest hurdle you've overcome so far by putting the systems in place, um, adapting emotionally, like you said, uh, you know, to, to accepting the process of we are going to have to work on staff. We are going to have to take six to 12 months to get someone to a good place. Uh, you then, you know, going up to 20K a month is gonna be just doing more of the same and letting the systems and culture sink in. It's just gonna be like, there's nothing you can do to, to when, when a wine begins maturing, there's nothing else you can do to speed it up, which is what fit pros hate. Cause they go from like 3K a month, 10K a month in the program. And then like, right, I, I wanna get to 20K a month right now. And it's like, you know, you, you can't, you got fast results in the beginning, same as fitness, because you were doing like stupid shit before and you go from stupid shit to then doing basic stuff, you know, you'll get fast results in the beginning, like our clients do, but then to, to think you're going to get the same double the next month, it's like losing 10 kilos in the first six weeks and expecting to lose another 10 kilos every six weeks after that. As, as you get more, you know, going from intermediate to advanced now, the results actually in, the, in terms of bank account, the outcome becomes more incremental. And so that, that it's now about patience is going gonna, is gonna to really have to trickle in. And um, this is the, the strange part, this kind of low six figures, 10, 20K a month to kind of up that 100K a month, going up to that million pound a year benchmark. Um, which is nothing, it's nothing spectacular. It's nothing like magical. It's just, it's just internet marketing number people tend to use uh, for distinction. But when, you know, getting to that period now is, is, um, is really where you, you have to make a new decision and say, right now I've got a very nice lifestyle business. And this is where I got to a few years ago where, where, you know, we're making 10, 20, 25, 30 K a month. Uh, out of one or two locations, I had stepped back mostly and, and my team were doing everything. Uh, and I had a lot of time on my hands. And um, it's actually when I started getting in, you know, into mentoring and helping other fit pros and um, building the FBB process of, let me just break down what exactly I've done and systemize it for other people to follow. 
And in, in, in the last couple of years, then there's been a new shift where you eventually just, you either get bored doing that <laughs> and you want to get more, because you, you enjoy it for a while, working three hours a day, you know, collecting a low six figure paycheck each year is, is nice. Um, but either you'll just get bored of that or, and, or your business now starts getting some momentum because the systems and the culture, if the systems and culture are really good, uh, if they're a bit poor, you might step back in for a couple of days a week, do a bit of heavier work to fix things, then step back out again and just coast at that level. But if your systems and culture is dialed in really well and things start happening quickly, and like you said, you've got more clients coming in, they're getting converted, they're getting trained, they're getting results, referrals are coming in, your coaches want more work, your coaches are asking if they can open a location for you, uh, the finances are there so you can, you can fund that growth. What happens then is your, your vision starts getting bigger, the, the momentum is pulling you, and you then make a choice do I just want to continue having a lifestyle business, which is fine? Or do I want to start building what's known as a performance business, which is generally a business that, that is categorized by it makes over a million pounds a year. It grows by at least 20% for four years in a row. And it generally has between 30 and 50 employees or contractors at some point. And this is more like what we call a legacy business. This is when it's, when things, and that's where we are right now. Our goal is to have 10 locations by end of this year, 20 by end of next year, probably a hundred by the end of four years. But yeah, um, yeah, within four years, we're, we're going to have maybe a hundred locations. So this just goes next level. And at that point, you will work a crazy amount of hours. And that's the difference that where you kind of, you work hard in the beginning, hustling for next to nothing because you're learning, then you achieve that level of success and you can step back and get a breather for six to 12 months. And then you either stay there, which is fine, or you decide we've got something, we've got money in the bank, we've got a great team, we've got clients that validate the product, let's effing go all in, balls to the wall. And, and you've got all that financial security in your life now as well. So you're not, you know, Financial insecurity, I think, motivates you to do just enough to get your bills covered and then take a breather. But once you have that backup plan and it all becomes about giving and contributing and sharing and impacting the world, then you have like a hundred times, a thousand times more energy. And you'll probably make that transition maybe in 2020, end of this year or 2021. I can see you particularly start to go in that direction. And... Um, you look at scaling, maybe licensing agreements, affiliates, franchises, maybe just more of your own locations. Uh, it's all possible. And, and, and it's a bit of a change because you, you do have to get back into the business a lot more, not, not into coaching and training. Like God, no, I've got people way better than me at that now. But, you know, we have team meetings every single day with my executive team. We're building management and leadership mentorship programs for our employees right now. We're, you know, consulting lawyers on a million different things every day. Our, we're talking to our accountant four times a week. You know, what if we do this? What's the implication of this? What are the tax returns on this? You're looking at financial projections. I mean, yesterday we were doing financial projections on six locations. Six, we, have to know the, we have to know the numbers inside out of six different businesses. Most of the pros can't, don't know the numbers of one of their gyms. I've got to know the numbers 
for the next three months projected of six gyms. And we're expanding with two more soon. So it, it is like an insane amount of work, but you also become so in love with the process because you don't even need the outcome. You're, you're taking, like you have what you want in life. Your, your family are okay. You're just obsessed with the process. It's like, it's like the same reason we still weight train. Even if you're not looking to be in, in a photo competition or Mr. Olympia or a strongman competitor, why do you still go to the train? Why do you still train intensely, more, than, more intense than most people when you don't even have a particular goal? It's because you just fall into the, you've just lost yourself in the process now. And people say, why work so hard? Why bust your ass? Why are you so intense with your workout and nutrition when you're not even competing for anything? And it's, it's like, because this is just what I love to do, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so I think that'll be like the next step. That'll be the next step for you. And it's where a lot of people at this level will tend to go to. Uh, but if you tend to get, because the, 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 the mindset trap is, is fit pros gets, they get to this level, 10, 20, low six figure, maybe they get to work three, four hours a day, uh, become a lifestyle entrepreneur. And then they expect though, that going to the next level is going to is, is going to be more of the same. You're not going to have a multiple seven figure business working three hours a day. You know, a lifestyle business at 20 K. Yes. Double of it doing more of the same thing will not get you to that level. Same thing that again, getting in, getting into decent shape is different to getting into Mr. Olympia shape. They do very different things than the average person. So, um, yeah, this is my thoughts on that for everyone here, but, but particularly for, for you while I've got you on the call. That's no, I think, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a really good point because I've, I've noticed since we've hit these numbers that our, the, because the financial incentive, like you say, is no longer there anymore. There's no more, no more financial anxiety. You're just like, well, what, is there, what, am I, what else am I, can I worry about? Like, what else is there to drive me forward? But I also think, like, like you say, it's that, it's that from one end, but also exactly what you were saying, it's the knowledge that if you want to go further, this lifestyle that you've started to quite like is not going to be there anymore or it's going to change again. So you're in that same place, you know, kind of waiting at, in the elevator at the, at the first floor, ready to go to the second floor. Just kind of can't push the button. Yeah, I mean, it all becomes about serving your team now. Your team becoming new clients. For me, like my goal is is for all my original team members, you know, to be making to be making six figure salaries within five years. That's what I'm trying to do. For, I'm like I'm trying to, I'm trying to help you like make a six figure salary working for me. Yeah, you won't get that as a part time gym instructor, but that's because I don't want you to stay in that role. You need to be progressing. We need to get you from a, from a from an assistant coach to a, to a master coach. And then from there, either you go into marketing and sales or you go into management or you go into uh, you know, technical development and you're, you're the one who writes the programs, chooses the equipment, you know, hires other trainers or, and is in charge of the results the clients get, essentially, um, or into like regional management when we have multiple, multiple locations. Um, so, or even then buy, they can, you know, buy into the company and get equity shares. And so we're just like, we're, we're trying to build the lifestyle that we've had. We're now trying to give that to our employees and team members because we know when they have the best lifestyle, they are then driven by that impact and not by needing to pay for their Netflix bill every month. They're going to put a million percent into the company. Never as much as we would, because we're the owners, but but you know, far bigger than all our competitors or or most average businesses out there. Uh, yeah. And so that's your connection now is with your top level team and your and your coaches, 
uh, and, and it's about making their lives, I mean, giving them the time, money, freedom, fulfillment they want in life. Uh, and, and again, we're, we're making programs and we, we, you know, we track retention. We're, we're employ- revenue per employee, retention of each employee, results and progress of each employee. These things we track just like we track with the clients now. Uh, and, um, and you'll see it, the more they grow, the more they are a role model to the clients. If they're growing, the clients are getting results. Or if your team aren't getting results in life, your clients won't, that they talk to won't get results in life either. So, yeah. And then, and then you know, finally, just to touch on um, the, the final system then is client fulfillment systems leading yeah. into that. So, you know, what, what have been the, the, the best things that you've done over the last year that have helped you with either attracting clients, converting them, or, or, or delivering, a, delivering a better product and increasing retention overall? Uh, so in terms, of attr- in terms of attracting them, um, we, we haven't changed our process so much. But we now have real clarity on exactly how much we can spend and we, ha- we know exactly how to track our marketing whereas before it was like well i'll throw 150 quid at a facebook ad only got one sign up well that's terrible you know oh i've lost your audio boosting a post (laughs) yeah 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 um yeah which which, to be honest ironically actually is how the business very first started before i was had a clue anything i just boosted a post for 15 pounds got 10 clients and then we were off and running um and clients that's amazing. And, and, you know, and the thing is there, that's an important note. I'm glad you mentioned that is because the fact is that's good because you did, you just did, you just followed the principle. You didn't, you just said, you know what? Paid advertising sounds like a good idea. I'll just do it in the shittiest way I can think of to get it done. You didn't yeah. stop and go, but what's the perfect image? What should I write first? Justin, what's the first word? Justin, what's the, what should the second word be? What should the third word be? Yeah. Shall I say this? Shall I say that? What about the page? Should I? You were just like, bam! I boosted a post. Oh, I got to. Oh shit! This works. It's not refined, yeah. but you you you're effective. You just threw the shit at the wall and just did the prince. Like it's like telling a weight loss client, don't overthink the exercises. Just go to the gym four times a week and walk around the effing car park for all I care. Just do something and go home again. Well, Once yeah, you're in exactly. that habit then we can refine it later and get better results. Yeah. Exactly. When I, you know, when I think about it now, actually, like we, we, of those 10 clients, we didn't speak to any of them on the phone. I never met any of them before the first session. Uh, we, um, I didn't have a landing page. I didn't have a website. I literally, they just contacted them up the page on social media and fingers got, they paid, uh, I managed to set up Stripe and then they arrived at the wreck, you know, on this, on this, uh, in fact, actually it was two years ago tomorrow. Um, and had I not done that, I would have been stuck in a ledger center right now. Um, just sat by the desk playing championship manager, probably, <laughs> um, if I'm honest. Um, so there was that, um, so, so knowing the numbers really helped me kind of work out the success of what we were doing. And then one of the key things for us is that we, we increased the velocity of the mo- of the money, the speed of us getting our money. Um, so whereas before we had like a six week period where we'd, you know, get people involved and we take them through their six weeks and, um, by the end of it, we then make them an offer to, to stay. Uh, we were making that offer on the first Friday and we had 15, 20% of people who were paying us for six to 12 months up front the next Monday, you know, so that turned us from having 
to to wait those six weeks to gain that money good, in a, in a seven-day period. Good, good offer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and when you and then and then when you have that cash flow coming in quicker before the challenge has ended, well, what did you do with that that extra cash then? Did you reinvest that into more advertising? Did you put it aside for profit? Um, so it depends. It depends on what what kind of period we were in because I, I like your idea of summer and winter periods. You know, so if we were in a summer period for us, um, then we would reinvest that back into ads. If we were in a winter period, we'd probably put that back in um, into our growth fund or into profit um, and just keep it for when we, you know, when we, when we want to we'll look at refining our systems while we're not so having to be so busy. Um, so there was that kind of those two things, first of all, the, the known numbers for the ads and the, and the making the early offer. And also we kind of realized that we, we didn't have as such a process for the six weeks to progress people through whereas now we've got a map for our first six weeks we really worked hard on that where we know what gets posted when it gets posted when to make the offer when to make the second offer when to make the third offer um, the discount that comes with each offer because we do offer a slight incentive um, for, for early signups um, and you know uh, when and then what happens when they leave what do we when do we contact them what do we say all that kind of stuff if they do leave and then if they stay what happens then you know which facebook group do they go in what um what kind of uh, we use a, a coaching software to deliver some programs to them which program do they go in so they so you know it's very much uh, like a well or like a like a conveyor belt when they come in we know exactly where they're going to end up you know most of the time occasionally it doesn't work but most of the time which I guess, as well as the team all knowing what to do, then it, it just takes away all that decision fatigue. We know all this yeah. stuff in our head, but when you're trying to do it, you can do it with five clients, no problem. But when you're dealing with 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 clients, you know, you can't, you just can't keep that level of, uh, you need to get that stuff automated and, and for it to be Well, this, this is it. Something we um, implemented recently, actually, we took in, we, we act, um, use Active Campaign and we've got a, we've got a six and a, 12 month email that goes out to our coaches um, and basically when a when a new client enters our six month program for example we just add them to that list um, and then uh, it all add their names to the list and it notifies our coaches every month okay this you know Anne is the, at the end of our first month do this and is at the end of our second month do this and is renewing in a month do this just gives our coaches a reminder rather than them having to remember everything brilliant yeah you know? so yeah that's so good. last thing then i'll let you get on and be respectful of your time but last thing then what are you what are you going to be i mean we're coming out of the lockdown situation when, when things go back to normal we've talked enough about lockdown marketing and, and stuff like that I mean, fit pros should have a handle on that we're coming out of it now so when let's assume it's it's end of july gyms are you know studios are kind of back kind of to normal uh what do you, what are your what are your next moves and next steps you're thinking about for the rest of this year and going into 2021 um, so we're looking at filling, uh, filling our first location, um, which we have, we only have about, uh, eight to 10 available client spots for our model in this first location, uh, and filling our second model, um, our, sorry, our second location, which is at the moment at half capacity. Uh, and we've had interest, uh, on a third location as well. So we're actually also going to look into, um, some franchising, um, Kind of, kind of see if we can go down that route because we had a few fitness professionals from other Probably areas let someone franchise your model possibly yeah we're, we're, look, we're looking into it yeah we're not sure it's the right model for us exactly um but yeah, the we're right way to go we're going to at least like, look into like a partnership license agreement to begin with you know we're doing a similar thing, okay. a similar thing with a few um, clients from fbb actually have 
kind of joint binding to our business essentially. It's, it's not a franchise yet. Um, that'll usually happen after a couple of dozen locations to get all the regulations in place. But, but you know, okay. semantically, semantically, it's probably more like, like a working agreement, buy-in. Um, yeah, if they're going to come in, they're struggling, and they need your, your help, system, support, guidance, then essentially they're, they're able to buy into your business uh, and maybe okay. keep an equity of that. And we can obviously, we can have, a, we can have a, an actual mentoring call and talk about this if, uh, whenever you want to. Um, but yeah, essentially you want, you want to looking at, at there, you're providing a, a lot to them. If you think they have what it takes to run that location with all your guidance and support, if they're still the right person for it, then, um, you know, yeah, they, you know, you'd have a new entity set up, which is, you know, Kieran's business location three limited <laughs> specific for that. Uh, and essentially, they could buy in to get a, a minority piece of equity, or you know, like forty percent or lower um, of that company, depending on the, how much how much they want to put into buying. You know, if, if they're not putting much money in, then of course they don't get much of the equity, uh, and they'll they'll mostly okay. be getting their salary for doing the job. You know, uh, if they're if they're saying oh, I'll put ten k into it, then maybe they get some of the equity and they get dividend payouts like you all do. Um, so, so yeah, that's kind of the structure you've been looking at and, and testing out because you want to test, there's no point franchising until you've really tested that you can yeah, work yeah. with. Because the difference is, you know, you're not working with homegrown talent anymore who are loyal to you, dedicated to you, live your brand. You're, you're adopting. Rather than having your own kids, you're adopting a kid now, if that makes sense. And it's, it, it can definitely work. It's, it's great for some people, but it might be a little bit bumpy because you have conflicting viewpoints, their culture, their background, their beliefs, their yeah. ego now clashing with yours. And sometimes it can go extremely well if they're, if they're humble and discerning enough to say, you know what, you got this locked in. I need to listen to you and I'd rather take 40% of something than 100% of nothing which is kind of like what's happening with the, the partnerships we're, we're forging right now with the pros and, you know, or you get um, too much resistance, right? it's too much hard work. The culture isn't being built in and they're trying to run their own thing under your name, you know, and that's what you've got to be very on top of in the early stages. And if you can make that work and prove that, then it's, it's not going to work across the board. It's going to be very dependent on the person you're partnering with, but you'll start to know this person was coachable, is a good long-term partner. This person probably isn't, or we're not sure, stay away. Uh, it needs to be exciting for you to work with them. And, and then you, you can prove that model slowly a couple more times, you know, uh, whilst just seeing what are the red flags you need to look out for. And, you know, that might take another six or 12 months. But then once you've done that, then it's like you're off to the races. And it's like, right, we, we now we know we've got a model. Not We've got the marketing model dialed in and, and the systems for, for one or two locations. But also we've got the operating. And, and more importantly, you've got not just the structure, but the culture built in around several locations on multiple levels of management that easily then it's just it's just pouring money on, on the fire to scale it yeah you know so so yeah um but we can have a call and talk about that anyway 
Um, but yeah, is there anything you wanted to add or uh, anything else you would want to say to any fit pros listening to this who are in that position? Uh, position where I was when I started, you mean? In a yeah, I mean, kind of... who, who I mean, we want to get where you are right now and just don't, don't know in the marketing the system. Uh, yeah, do you know what? I think, I think the word systems is a very overwhelming word if you don't understand what it means. You know, when, when I was, because I must, I'll admit, my, my, my business education, you know, it was limited when I started. It was, it was, you know, okay, I thought, but actually it's a hundred times better now, but I still know I'm a you know, hundred times off where I want to be. Um, but actually, you know, when you, when you first hear, oh, I've got this system, I've got this system for work and you think it's some kind of magic spell. Uh, it's not. Everyone's pretty much saying the same thing, just in a different color box. You know, that's, that's, and that's. Um, in the same way that, you know, the local gym promises results, I promise results. They say they've got a system. I say I've got a system. It's all the same system, really. You know, um, there's nothing new out here. But I think it's just it's getting it and it's getting it, it's getting it simplified in your head and then just realising actually that the systems you've got are, or the systems you need are so simple. Um, call them processes, if you like, rather than systems. I found it easier to do that because, I don't know, systems has this kind of, word almost like it's too complicated you could never understand it like a massive maths equation um and you know just if you're in that position get get some get some help i mean my my call with my call with jp to be fair when i before i joined with you guys probably could have helped me grow my business by itself you know i could have taken the advice he gave me there and probably used that to get 25 percent more revenue um so even just doing that is, is definitely worthwhile um, but honestly, I, I think, um, you know, this is a, this is not a scripted plug, but I would say like, you know, for the, for what we pay a month to you for a fee, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. I've, I've, I've spent more on, well, I don't like to say what I've spent more on, but do you know what I mean? Like I've, I've wasted more, more than that in a month on stupid shit that I just have never used. Um, so it's well worth it. And if, yeah, if anyone's thinking about this, definitely, definitely give it a go. All right, Dan, so I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been fun working the first year with you. And uh, we've got, like you've seen now, it's just the beginning. This is just like getting to, this is, you're at white belt level now. It's good. It means we can, the basics are in place and the, the real fun stuff starts here. Uh, the huge challenges, by the way, which now we look at as fun things, not, not things to be avoided, but things to actually be um, used for our personal development. So, yeah. um, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on and sharing those insights. I'm sure it's going to be helpful. Uh, anyone listening to this or watching on YouTube, if you have any questions, drop them below, send us a message. Uh, we'll be happy to expand on anything that, that Kieran talked about. And uh, thanks again for coming on and, and, uh, and for working with us as well. It's been great working with you. Uh, so, so that's it guys uh give us a share on social media drop any comments below and check out the links below as well and uh, you'll find more resources and things for free you can use to grow your fitness business and we'll talk to you very soon